This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. You've probably forgotten this, but a few episodes ago, Leet claimed to know why the pods on Oz9 are going dark. Apparently, Leet forgot about it too. He hasn't said a word to anyone about it since. Question is, does he still remember what he knew? Hey, hey, what are you, uh, what are you up to there? Whoa, you're awake. Welcome back. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Uh, weren't we trying to kill you? Yeah, you kind of owe me an apology. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, what's with my uh, better half there? Hang on, there's just this melted piece that's stuck. <coughs> there, got it. Catfish, spoons, turtle filaments with secondary onions. Hmm, maybe I shouldn't have pulled that. Yeah, what, uh, what did you do to him, man? He's not making any uh, sense. He'll be all right. Give him a minute to wake up. Errand boy has sandwiches for sale. There, see? Totally fine. Uh, yeah, that didn't sound fine to me. Uh, you're welcome. Sacks of gristle, two farthings each. No thanks. Uh, Livy already made me lunch. So, uh, uh, how about some arms? Oh, I took those off so you can't hit me again. Lemons with frog goblins? So what the heck am I supposed to do? Just sit here listening to him talking gibberish and dream of picking my nose? When something needs fixing, we'll come get you. I only brought you back so you could keep the ship from falling apart. Pieces keep falling off. Ah, so uh, now it's important to keep the pieces where they belong, huh, Mr. Torso, only more so? You didn't feel that way when you were Hulk smashing your way around my engine room there. I was looking for scrap metal. I didn't realize the entire engine is basically scrap metal. So uh, how did you bring us back anyways? You, uh, you need a password. It's in the handbook. Ambulatory maintenance engineers, or AIMS, can only be taken out of and returned to service by application of the uh, designated passwords, which shall be kept confidential within the confines of Gated Galaxies HQ, etc., etc. Silver Spanish cotillions with fish sticks, all in a row. He talks a lot about food. Maybe you should eat something. I guess the password. I do that. I'm a hacker. Tweedledum9 for you, Tweedled D9 for him. What? I'm the dumb one? 
So, uh, Tweedledee and Tweedledum, is that right? D and Dumb 9. Easy. Vanilla wafer thunder warning with ranch dressing. You hungry, little fella? So, there was this other reason for bringing you guys back. I saw you sabotaging the pods. Well, I guess that answers that question. Well, now hang on a minute there, talented Mr. Ripley. Not sure what you saw, but that was not what you saw. You were in pothole... whatever, one of the white ones. And I went back an hour later, and a bunch of the pods were dark. Yeah, maybe you saw us, uh, fixing them, eh? Ever think of that? You're really bad at fixing stuff then. But you can't act on your own. You have to get instructions. Who told you to destroy the pods? Look, there's a lot going wrong on this ship, pal. A few pods going dark here and there is gonna happen. You didn't see nothing you need to worry about. He had, though. You saw me see you. That's why you hit me and tried to whip me into space? I'm right, aren't I? So, who told you to kill the pods? Let's, uh, make a deal. For every question I answer, I get an arm. No way. How about for every answer, I don't turn you off and leave you to rust? Hepatitis. Sagittarius. So, uh, late. It's late, right? Uh-huh. Casper Coattails Sausage Nonsense. Okay, you win. I'll tell you what you want to know, eh? Just lean in so my electrified friend here can't hear what I gotta tell you. Sure. What is it? Get him! <clears throat> is he out? Like the dim bulb he is. We have the passwords, dear. Our passwords. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. Wait, what's that? Now we can access our systems, reroute past the safeguards, give ourselves upgrades, take over the ship in an afternoon. Yeah, it's good, except uh, we don't have any AMSI. Eh? Crap. Meanwhile, on board the Oz 6748, Jessie is making use of her ship's sausage storage room, which on her ship smells more like baked beans. Reporter! Hell's great dangling bollocks, Buck! What did you tell him? I told him I was a P.I. <laughs> Actually used the word dick. <laughs> I think he believed me. He wasn't too bright. This is not good. We don't need any more eyes on. Tell me about it. A couple of Southers goons followed me out of G2HQ. But I managed to give him the slip. What was the reporter doing there? Works for the same paper as Glinda. Reckon he's investigating a murder. Holy crap, Buck. That's bad. That's really armpit deep in shite, that is. Calm down, calm down. I told you he wasn't too bright. There's nothing to connect you. Even if he found something, what could he do about it? You're a billion, whatchamacallit, bright years away. I don't like leaving loose threads behind me, Buck. I thought Glinda was the last loose end, and now you're telling me more's unraveled? I'll take care of it. Oh, like you've taken care of it so far? You've made a right bloody cock-up of the whole thing. Why the hell didn't you drive out of town? Find a deeper river? Use more rocks? Rocks? In her pockets. To weigh her down. Did you not remember the rocks? You know bodies float, right? Rocks make sense. Oh, right. Deep breath. Well, the police have her now. Let's just hope they stay out of our way. You keep digging and find out who killed Glenda. I will. I will see your sister's killers brought to justice, so her soul can rest at peace. Peace? That half-wit madhouse heifer? Hardly likely. But at least our pa won't keep harping on about it. She's dead. I'm captain of a spaceship halfway to Andromeda, and she's still the favorite. Figure that. 
Captain O. This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's log, star date. I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any link subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. With the repair bot out of commission, the crew of the Oz-9 have been making repairs as best they can. But the schematics are irrelevant at best and downright homicidal at worst. Their tools don't fit the things that need fixing, and the few operations manuals they've been able to find are in Old Norse. Still, Joe and Captain Madeline, aware that their ship is quickly sinking, are bailing as fast as they can. Olivia, the wiring on the, uh, what is this? Hang on, the copulatron is completely burned out. Do we have some spare wire somewhere? Uh, I'm sorry, the wiring on the what? The, uh, the copulatron? I don't even know what the hell this thing does, but according to the handbook, it's necessary to keep the uh, forniculator running. Forniculator? Oh dear, are you sure those are their real names? Will you stop snickering and help me? According to what I can make out, I need to attach the copulatron to the forniculator and get them moving in smooth conjugation. I really think someone's having you on. Captain Madeline? Jesus! Yeah, that's great. I've been here an hour, but no worries. Now, can you hand me the, uh... Just a sec, I've got the uh, name here, the, uh... Inseminatory coil? <laughs> Can you two not hear yourselves? Olivia, what are you talking about? Never mind. You you carry on. Just make sure you're using protection. Hello, Madeline. Hello, Joe, if you're here. He is. Or he was. Still is. Jesus! Jesus! Oh, my God. Want to grab a tool and screw something? Okay, now you're just doing it on purpose. Olivia, anytime you want to start being helpful. I think someone's trying to call us. I heard ringing and shouting-type noises on the bridge. Did you answer? Good lord, no. Do you have any idea how many germs there are on the average communications device? Filthy things. Olivia, can you patch them through to here? Opening calls. Hello? Who's this? Hmm. Nobody there. Did you uh, catch a name or anything? I think he said he was a reporter. Uh, then something about rocks. I think he was looking for Jesse. Jesse? Captain of 6748? Well, I don't know. We didn't have a conversation, did we? I heard reporter, blah, 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 Jesse, then some shouting. That was it. What kind of shouting? What kind of shouting? The maple syrup kind. What do you mean by kind? Was it, I'm going to kill you shouting, or hooray my sports ball team one shouting? It was the loud kind of shouting. Then a thump. Then I came here to tell you about it. And don't ask me what kind of thump. It was a thumpy thump. Captain Madeline, I think uh, incoming messages are recorded. There might be more. Oh, right. Good thinking. Olivia, can you uh, pull up the whole message? They fished her out of the East River. She was dead. Do they often fish a lot of people out of the East River? Shh. 
Look, Jesse may be in real danger. I need to talk with her. Can you get us in touch, please? I don't think we should listen to any more of this. Tell her she needs to watch out for her crew. Probably heard the crews are all second chancers and got nervous. But who got fished out of the river? I mean her crew is dangerous. Her sister uncovered something. Hey! That's all there is, I'm afraid. Really? Would I lie to you? Well, maybe he'll call back. Meanwhile, you were telling me how you came about the nickname Mad Pans Madeline? It was just a little misunderstanding during training that got like a handful of people killed. No big deal. I'm going no further on this, what is this called? The Carnalibitor? Until you talk. Carnalibitor? Do you seriously still not get the joke? Oh, come on, flashback now. I want to know what a Carnalibitor does. Fire up the anemometer and calculate the distance from that sandstorm. If it's moving faster than 600 SI, we're going to have to shift the theodolite 7 degrees from bow radius. You have no idea what any of those words mean, do you? Look, this entire crew could die from beta decay if that sandstorm hits. So shift your arse! Computer, shutter us up, will you? Disaster averted. Simulation ends. And poof! Avogadro's your uncle. Oh, very clever. So much sciencing. Close the shutters. Any bloody idiot could do that. If an idiot does the smart thing, what does that say about the one who does the dumb thing? Oi, open the simulator doors, please, computer. Good lord, what's all this? The Helios Cascade program has been overwritten on the main servers. We may be under attack. The entire base is on red alert. How is that even possible? Uh, maybe we better get back in this simulator. That thing's rock solid. What the hell? The Helios Cascade program powers the experimental isolation unit. Who would attack that? It's like seven smelly people in the desert who haven't showered for 11 months and spend most of their time stoned on fermented shrooms and boredom. What's strategic about an isolation unit? They're not even really studying anything other than how long it takes one of them to crack and kill the other six. Wait, is the Helios Cascade program the one you can see running in the school's innovation display center? Yep. With the interface so researchers can communicate with the crew in isolation? Yeah, the interface under the locked crystal canopy with the words DO NOT TOUCH UNDER PENALTY OF IMPRISONMENT. That one. Why? So, last night was Heather's birthday, right? And we were all playing with the Transilluminate machine to see if we could see through Bob's head and drinking tequila? Yep. It's possible I did a little communicating with the crew. It's also possible they asked me to crank up their air conditioning, which is all I did, I swear. Is there any reason the researchers might see that as an attack of sorts? Well, no. Why would attackers try to make them more comfortable? Now, it can't be anything I did. Unless... Crap. Madeline. I may, in my drunken state, have signed it, you will all feel the chill now, death to the anarchist commie collective, love madpants. You didn't. Possibly. So how did they die? Did they shut down the isolation unit with everyone in it? Oh no, they were fine. In fact, I think they were pretty happy to get out a couple years early. No, the people who died were the guys who were supposed to go get them. 
who stopped to do donuts in the desert and ended up running out of gas and dying of exposure. So blaming it on me is maybe a bit of a stretch? That is a truly disappointing story, Madeline. I was rather hoping you'd be much sneakier and more murdery. Well, as one who hasn't found the lock on his sleeping quarters, in fact, as one who hasn't found his sleeping quarters, I'm good with a less murdery, Madeline. Right. Are we going to get back to fixing the ejaculax? Hang on. I'm starting to see Olivia's point here. Okay, well, we can still get some work done on the phallometer. Seriously, do you not even... Never mind. Roll on, narrator. This episode of Oz9 brought to you by FitTech Amalgamated, makers of the FitTech Sleeper Pod. Remember, sleep in the pod, awake with the bod. For more information, tap your left elbow, chin, and right eyelid body tags. Will Madeline and Joe be able to fix the copulatron and attach it to the forniculator before they realize neither of these things actually exists? Is Leet doomed to spend most of his journey inside a healer pod? Are there any sensible podcasts looking for a reliable, experienced narrator? And no, I'm not asking for a friend. You've been listening to Episode 10 of Oz9, Fixing the Ejaculax, featuring Eric Perry as Head One and Joe, Richard Cowan as Leet, Tim Sherburn as Head Two, Buck Nubbins, Colin, and Random Alarmed Guy, Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia, Stephen Kreider as Rock Brickwell, and until something better comes along, and believe me, that bar ain't high, me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our theme and other music was composed and performed by John Faley. Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry, with special thanks to Shannon Valentine Hull for editing expertise. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. From the team behind the award-winning Best Fiction Horror Podcast, Nightlight. A new audio drama that brings the southern folklore of True Blood and the cosmic horror of Lovecraft Country to your ears. You don't hear that, do you? Afflicted is a tale of hoodoo, a demonic book bound in human flesh, and natural disasters that are anything but natural. Which grave did you get the dirt from? Which grave? (laughs) Afflicted, a horror thriller audio drama. Coming this Halloween, thanks to our Indiegogo supporters. Subscribe now to get notified the moment the first episode drops. It's It's the day. day.